You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. What's up? What's up, everybody? All right. Yeah. Who's ready to celebrate? I am. This guy right here. Holy fuck. That was great. <laughs> um, we should have seen it coming, though, because I said I was going to do a post game, and so far, all my post games so far this season have just been, you know, celebratory. Um, I don't know. I can't. I'm so excited. I'm just going to say it. Uh, boner fuel. So, I mean, let's uh, let's ride that rocket then, right? We got enough fuel. We got uh, four points of fuel. We got a uh, hat trick <laughs> worth of that fuel. Um, holy fuck. This is so exciting. Uh, I uh, Yeah, I, these are my favorite types of live videos to do <laughs> where I don't even know where to start because I'm so excited. And, and to think the last time... Uh, that I was doing this. It was just uh, getting excited about Lucas scoring a goal. And now, uh, yeah, now we're talking hat trick. But um, yes, welcome to Red Wings Rant, episode 177. We're tirades and passion, please, for your Detroit Red Wings. Finally have a home. Uh, yeah, what's the top news? Of course, we're here to talk about it. Uh, Lucas Raymond gets a hat trick. Um, I love Red Wings Twitter right now. Everybody's celebrating. Oh, Jared, family friendly show. Yeah, I uh, uh, apologize. That's you're just too, too, uh, too excited to hold back. Um, Raymond for the Calder, of course. Uh, we get to be here for a live, Bredis. Glad you're here. This is the right show to be here for a live. Um, v Casanelli, I, I just tweeted out too a reminder to everybody. I threw down my, my, you know, as you do. Uh, my five dollars uh, to DraftKings, of course, to uh, hopefully get uh, a good payback on Lucas Raymond winning the Calder. Uh, did that before the season started, right before uh, his his odds ticked down a little bit. So that'll be um, it's looking pretty good, right? Yeah, it's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, that five bucks gonna that, that's quite the turnaround, I think. Um, Richard, good to have you. Uh, Saying it's his first time here. Uh, this is, yeah, this is the celebratory, uh, I guess, post game, uh, for all of us, uh, Red Wings fans here. So, I mean, I took notes, right? Like I had notes, I was ready to go I had things I wanted to talk about from the Montreal game, but honestly, I mean, if we could start with the conversation and just say, why, why even bother? Right. I mean, how many times have I said on the show, we're talking about rubber puck, we're on ice, we're on skates. Fuck it. You know, like sometimes this game just is not going to go your way. Now, we added two <laughs> those issues. Uh, Thomas Grice did have quite the stinker uh, against Montreal. And I mean, you know, I will say there were quite a few bounces, though, that did not go our way. And when things were at their, you know, most bleak, I would say it was when the bounces really started going against us. And that... That's just, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. And I think at, at some point, yeah, Jared's telling me, shut up. Let, let's let's get past that Montreal game. But at some point, right, like I, I think the players just kind of saw what was going on. The refs were, weren't were giving us anything. So it was just kind of like, you know what? Fuck that game. 
I'm with you, Jared. Let's let's move on. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna jump into these comments here. Mike, uh, Mike Script. Not sure if Eisman was given Raymond a nine game tryout. I think that he's passed the test. <laughs> no, I do love the live comments too. Of um, we had uh, uh, some of the boys from uh, the Winged Wheel podcast. I forgot one of the uh, what their names are, but uh, they were tweeting out. You know, I. Th- it's pretty clear that Raymond should not play a single game in, in Grand Rapids this year. And um, yeah, I think we've all shared that, uh, that sentiment here on the show. Um, he looked like based on the preseason, there, there, there was no reason to have him develop in Grand Rapids. And um, I'll, I'll say this too. Like uh, if, if we are going to be mad, let's say we're all going to be a little frustrated with Jeff Blaschel and the heroic thing that I'm going to guess there's something else to it. Um, but let's, let's do that. Right. Like we're all, we're all like, what the fuck are you doing? Jeff? Um, keeping Heronic out. Right. Got to give him props for what we've seen this year, uh, from a strategy standpoint of letting that first line do whatever the fuck it wants, because we know, you know, even with injuries being an issue last year for the, the 2021 season, we won't even throw in 2020 in there. That uh, it, it turned into this game of just let's make sure nobody scores, right? It was the most boring hockey I think we've ever watched. And uh, since that uh, game against Montreal last night, this has been so much fun to watch. And I got to tell you guys, you got to give some props here to Jeff. I I will, you know, I, I think I probably back him more than most Red Wings fans do. But again, I also make the argument that a coach the the margin for you know all those middling coaches like sure there's the best coaches there's the worst coaches but like it's razor thin right like in the middle um so you got to give props to jeff right now for letting this team be who it is and let's not forget this back to back they had to be goldfish out there right if we could steal from ted lasso they had to forget last night's game quick and were led by rookies and they did and they completely forgot last night. Who saw Word Cider laughing while um oh my gosh, was it uh was it DeBrinket or DeHaan? Uh <laughs> it was up in his face. Somebody help me out. Uh somebody knows who who Cider was laughing at. But uh like it's a complete change of attitude. And I, I will say, you know, Raymond, we'll get into Raymond in a second, but uh I think yeah, right now everybody has to at least take a moment. Give some props to Jeff for getting this team turned around because we take huge, massive dumps on him. Uh, to go back to Jared's point that this is a family-friendly show, huge, massive dumps right on Jeff Blaschel's shiny bald head. Yeah, at some point, we have to turn around and go, all right, this team got their asses kicked yesterday. He got them turned around. He lets Lucas Raymond be Lucas Raymond. I, I mean, it's just, you know, uh, there we go, right? Hats off, right? That little kid in the Derek Cheater gif. All right. Uh, Jared's got it to bring it. Uh, thanks, my man. Uh, give you the, the shout out there. I I love everybody coming in. Yes. Uh, get your, get your right. Uh, salty wings and abs fan Raymond for Calder. Get, get your five bucks down right now. Put it down on DraftKings. I'm not sure what the odds are at now, but I I've got a juicy payday coming up. <laughs> Come May. Um, man, I wish I'd put more money down. Right. Uh, is there anything that you like we should feel more silly about than when we were trying to make the argument that, of course, Lucas Raymond was going to start the season in Grand Rapids? 
like, does anybody feel foolish, silly, like I do? Um, <laughs> all right. So we got to do uh, we got to do some more here than just uh, gush about Lucas Raymond, right? Um, we we probably should take a look at uh, Nadelkovic here real quick because I I was surprised by this, and I I I'm I'm gonna you know it's kind of like I'm going through from the bottom up, right? We got we got to go who who gets props for this game, Jeff. Yeah, I'll put him on the bottom. Why not? Ned, he's right there. Um, this is this is something where for whatever reason after that first game, Larkin goes down. We're we're shorthanded for the game. We're shorthanded in that third period a lot in regards to being on the penalty kill, and we're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning in that first game this season. Ned doesn't you know get a shutout and uh we were we were frustrated with him as red wings fans a lot of people were already ready to trade him away so this is where this conversation has to turn to make sure we give a little, little bit of props over to uh to Delkovic. um i do know how to say his name I, I i default to ned i do know how to say his name uh but i've got my first evolving hockey table for to bore you guys to death with uh, and it's going to start with, first of all, we can all make fun of Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, this this might be the end. He might, this Blackhawks team, their coach is so bad, they might just force him into retirement. This is ugly. Uh, another uh, 83, his, his save percentage tonight, 83.8. Let's get this out of the way. Let's get Fleury out of the way, right? Um, his goal is saved above expected, if I can highlight this. The negative 2.68. He's already on the bottom of the league. He has the worst save percentage on five on five of any goaltender. And that's where you're supposed to see the higher save percentage because you're trying to take out the, the penalty kill situations when you do that measurement. Because it's, of course, your save percentage is going to take a hit. And those goals saved above expected are going to take a hit during the penalty kill. But on a five on five, Mark Andre Fleury sucks this year. Holy fuck. But enough about Marc-Andre Fleury and him being forced into retirement by this shitty Chicago Blackhawks team. Sorry for swearing so much in this episode. DraftKings won't be happy about that. But <clears throat> Nadelkovic at a 2.08 goals saved above expected. Now, we were just gushing a couple episodes ago about what a high expected goals for the Red Wings had, which was, uh, I think, around like five and a half. Chicago tonight pulled out a 5.08. Yeah, that's that's still Chicago pulled out a pretty good game offensively. I will say that, but it was uh, into Lucas Raymond uh, in his post game made sure to give credit to Nadelkovich as well. Uh, this game doesn't go our way if Nadelkovich doesn't have the third period he has. What we're doing right now is just saying, "Wow, this is so cool that Lucas Raymond got a hat trick and a losing effort." <laughs> so we're not have you know we're not forced to do that right now. Uh, we do get to celebrate Lucas Raymond and a victory. And I would say, if you haven't done it yet, you got to give your props to Jeff, and you absolutely give that nod to Nadelkovich. And and this is that point right now where I think, um, man, we've we've got to pull up that uh, Nadelkovich save uh, because that was insane. If you guys have not seen it yet, um, I'm assuming most people that are on here have, have seen it, but uh, I do apologize for anybody uh, listening on the podcast uh, tomorrow morning because you're gonna miss this beautiful. Save so I highly recommend uh, just go to DetroitRedWings.com. I, I have a replay at BOD Hockey, but um, you know why bother? Uh, just lines. <laughs> what is check out DetroitRedWings.com? They've got the juicy one. I got to mute that before YouTube um, blocks us here. But uh, let's go full screen on this puppy. 
Um, I just, this is, when you talk about increasing your goals saved above expected, this is where you've got an empty net goal and you make this huge save. Um, I, I don't, God, I, I don't even know what to say beyond that, but this is, this is that, uh, this is that play. I hope that gets, I don't know, tattooed on the brains of Red Wings fans, especially ones that have been frustrated with Nadelkovich because I'm not going to sit here and tell you, this is the Nadelkovich you're getting from here on out. But this guy laid out and he did make the save and I love playing the game and, and you should too. You should always play the game of this could have gone the other way. So of course, this is like one of those outlier plays. This is a, an outlier save, but this, this is a hell of a save. We should celebrate it. This this is that thing that I think for Nadelkovich, if, if he had any, I don't know, anything in the back of his mind after that first game. And NFL fans hungry for a big win this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 of free bets. Winner, winner. Turkey dinner. Or pumpkin dinner. Oh, they said chicken dinner. Anyway, it's that simple. A sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you empty handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily. Fantasy Sports Contest, DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Put some money on the Rams. They're going to annihilate the Detroit oh Lions. <laughs> Woo! I am betting the mortgage on this one. But, Matt, give us that, that yeah, sweet, you, sweet call to action. How do you do that? You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code THPN. Just bet $5 on any NFL team. Probably make it the Rams. Uh, to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problems. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. So who's next on the list? I think we need to celebrate. Um, Can we talk about uh, Dylan Larkin? Man? Uh, I know again, this is, this is the Lucas Raymond show. This is the Lucas Raymond episode, but as we go up the list here, uh, to talk about everybody and give our props, I don't just want to, I don't just want to talk about Lucas, or, uh, I'm sorry, Dylan having like a good production game. My favorite thing about Dylan Larkin today. And, and uh, this is another one where it's like, let's play that. Oh, I hope you saw it. Um, but him just absolutely smothering Lucas because he was so excited about that goal. That's your captain right there, right? Like this, this is a guy who knows like what he's seeing happen. And uh, you, you, I I've seen like talked about online on Twitter of, of some people saying, um, I don't know why, but Dylan needed to like step up or he's got to say something in the, in the period breaks. I I'm not that guy. I, I hope, uh, I hope I've at least uh, told a, a good enough story for you guys that you recognize that I'm not that person, but um, him like the uh, jubilation, uh, the exuberation that, uh, that he showed, like just <laughs> jumping on top of him. And this is on the second goal, actually. Uh, it's just to me how excited he is that this team has a Lucas Raymond. And I think it, you know, that, that Montreal game, again, I think we can just say that didn't happen. Um, but for him to act the way he did, 
this is something for Dylan that he's been a part of this struggle for so long. And you know it wears on him. It's one of those things uh, I always talk about the movie Seabiscuit. And they made that line with the horse. And he's got to learn how to be a horse again. He's got to learn how to win again. And it, it's, it can be brought to the real world and the human being. And uh, bear with me here. Uh, because you, you do get stuck and you just become the loser. Um, check out the Detroit Lions. But for for Dylan here to be in this game and to uh, you know be a part of a struggling Red Wings franchise, be uh, turned into the captain of a team that we we still know should be struggling for a little bit here. This feels good right now, but don't forget that the Blackhawks are also winless so far in this season. But uh, yeah, this is good for Dylan. This is good for Dylan to remember what it feels like to win hockey games, to be excited about hockey. And uh, this this is the narrative, right? Like there's analytics we can pull all day long, but Dylan Larkin is that narrative. He's the one that breaks that chain. He's the one that's going to be the love story, the romance behind this team finding success. And uh, if you don't believe that, just go back and watch him celebrate that second goal with Lucas. Go back and watch him celebrate every goal with Lucas Raymond so far. He, he looks like a, a dad, you know, like hugging his son. It's, it's beautiful. Um. All right, Jared's mad. Brought up the Lions. Got to, got to do it, man. Um, I don't. I. What's funny? This game turned out so well. I did have a rant planned about um, the Detroit Lions today, and uh, how fans gotta, you know, let Matthew Stafford enjoy his Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> like, he's just a human being that wanted the best situation possible, and he's he's doing it. Um, but yeah. All right, no more Lions talk. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> uh salty wings fan he's a chargers fan now he's he's done with the lions um tristan poor dylan strome i i gotta say tristan's a bad start um poor dylan strome i i just will not have that <laughs> i'm not gonna have that feeling i will not share that sentiment with you but i will continue to read your comment uh finally in the lineup and takes a double minor with six minutes uh left down by three yeah that was uh I, I, I guess I, I guess what I know what you're saying here with Strom, but um, yeah, that was that was something beautiful. But I, I think it did also continue to just bring to our attention, and I'll change the subject here a little bit. Um, certainly, I jumped the gun at the start of the season. Um, I, I went with my um, my out of this world predictions or my my out of this world hot takes. Put the Red Wings in the top five. Because of that preseason, put us in the top five power play in the league. Um, yeah, we're not we're not even close. Certainly, there's a difference uh, with Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider, but there are still major struggles uh, getting that puck into the zone. And I, I, if there's something that we need to still have some concern about, be a little bit worried about, I think it's that. I think it's the special teams actually from both sides. Uh, the more minutes that Cider and Lindstrom get, um, they're not playing together, but the more minutes they get on the penalty kill, I feel like the stronger that gets. Uh, I think the less minutes we see of Danny DeKaiser from any angle of the special teams, uh, the stronger they'll get. But uh, yeah, that that special team side of things, the, the power play especially, if this team is going to be more successful, I mean, sure, we put one in. But it cannot look as ugly as it has the last couple of years with this team 
and the talent upgrade it's gotten. So I was all on board. I had my t-shirt ready to go. I have my graphic, the Alex Tungay power play all day. I made the joke. I'm going to have to send that to a developing country, just like those Super Bowl t-shirts that never get worn for the losing team. Uh, because nobody's going to want these right now. Nobody's going to buy these t-shirts. Um, I don't know how you guys feel. I, I just, oh shoot, I got to take down Tristan Dylan Strom. It looks like we're a Chicago Blackhawks uh, podcast with that, leaving that comment up. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm concerned about it. It does look very familiar compared to last year. I mean, think about, you know, we add a Letty who's a power play. I'll, I'll say at least a specialist in regards to what he does on the power play. That's, that's why he gets brought in. Um, you know, I don't know if we want to have the conversation that maybe Heronic being out a couple of games and he had a good spot on the flank and now that's missing and maybe that affects it uh, and, and help, you know, makes it look as bad as it does. But really the, the issue is us gaining the zone and keeping it. That's our problem. That's where we looked so ugly today. And there was definitely a lack of urgency. Uh, there were a couple of moments with Zadina today on the power play that he was ready to set up and he was not ready to win the puck. And I was a little disappointed in that because on five on five, Zadina is like a completely different player. He he's always getting the good chances, getting more attempts on net and preventing his opponent. You can see it on the eyeball test. You can see it on the analytics but on the power play today. Just, and it's not just Zadina. I don't mean to just point him out, but he was the guy I kept noticing uh, probably because he was closest to the camera based on, uh, uh, you know, his flank position, but it's, it's something where we do need to make sure that we're, we're not forgetting to win the puck before we do get set up in the zone. And I feel like right now that's, that's the biggest issue because a couple of times we did get through the line, we get the puck behind the net and it's a turnover. Uh, I, I think absolutely, you know, there's going to be those, those instances on the power play where you are just going to be bested. Uh, and you're going to struggle to get the puck in the zone, but it can't be as consistent as it is with Detroit. Eventually, you know, I, I would say at least getting in the zone, right? You want to be in the 60-40 range. Uh, so then it, you you get those second chance opportunities. But when we're in the 90-10 range, you know, of, of getting the zone, I, I should say 10-90 range, because I feel like 10% of the time we actually gain the zone and keep it. Um, is where we're at and we need to be in the 60 40 range. We need to be in there 60% of the time. And that, that battle to gain the zone, I'm, I'm okay. Losing at 40% of the time, let's say we're, you know, Tampa Bay, Toronto, they're 95%. So just trying to get to that 60 40 is going to make a huge difference. Um, Michael script thrown out there. Second power play unit looks terrible. Uh, Jared Zadina is supposed to be the scorer and uh, his confidence is not there. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've talked about it with a few people. Um, you know, some of the the followers online, uh, just some buddies that I text with, and we keep coming back to Zadina, and he's got a goal this year. What was argued actually by the person who who saw, or you know, by, uh, by one of the people I was talking to, that even that goal wasn't necessarily a Zadina goal from what we should expect from him, what we, what we were told was his specialty, um, ripping the wristers. And uh, it's just one of those things where we're not seeing Zadina be successful as Zadina. And um, yeah, it's scary. Cause he's getting, he's getting the chances. I think um, 
Today, he was our best uh, Corsi 4. Or I'm sorry, he was our best Corsi performer in regards to measuring Corsi 4 and Corsi against per 60. Um, and you, you do the old plus or minus on those two statistics. Uh, number our number one was Tyler Bertuzzi. Number two was Philip Sedina. Uh, so he's he's there. He's getting the chances. Um, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's not giving up chances either. Uh, but, you know, maybe if I if I pull down the next stat. So uh, let me let you guys take a peek at this. What I'm looking at. This is evolving hockey again. Uh, I've got pulled up from a five on five perspective. Actually, why don't I actually pull it up when I say, well, uh, from five on five right here. Well, let me uh, let me highlight Zadina. So what he's second in is the Corsi plus or minus per 60. And I, I don't want to go too too deep into this. I don't want anybody to fall asleep. Um, but this number reflects. Uh, so this is the second from the right. This is him just getting the chances, getting the attempts. I'm sorry, on net. And the next number over is going to be reflective of how good those chances were. And you could see that, um, you know, he's not he's not quite staying at that top level. Uh, so it's not translating the same way. We can actually pull this over a little bit and look at the expected goals for per 60, uh, where he drops down, I don't know, maybe halfway down uh, the forward list here. He's at 3.78 goals for per 60. Uh, just for comparison's sake, of course, they had a great night. Tyler Bertuzzi, Lucas Raymond at 8.29 and 7.25 expected goals for per 60. If you're going to be putting in, you know, I, I would say at least the one. Um, I mean, Zadina is going to need to see that number translate positively. It's going to need to go up uh, compared to how how his attempts are going up. So if if it doesn't trend in that same direction, if he's getting a ton of attempts on net, they're easy attempts. They're things that can be swatted away pretty easily. Or he's not, uh, him and the rest of his Line mates are not getting in the right spot to put the best chance on net. And and clearly that's that's we could play the eyeball test and do that because we see the shots going on. We just know nothing's hitting the back of the net. Um I'll say, you know, we'll we'll give some leeway here because you've got the new Pew Suter getting slotted in there. Um he has struggled quite a bit, I would say, from an expected goals against um perspective. Uh he he's kind of been He's been on the struggle bus since the season started in that regard. But I, I will give them, you know, the extra couple of weeks here. We're still finding scoring without the second line being great. Um, but you need Puse, you need Zadina to get this locked in because the chances are there. We just need better chances. And, you know, really the the finish just needs to be there too. I think uh, we saw, uh, it was in the last game with Montreal that it just, Felt like just the second line was uh, was getting um, you know was was snake bitten because Ernie was throwing him off uh, the post, Sedina was throwing him off the post, Puse was getting in and just wasn't able to get the the, the shot off. Uh, just happening over and over. So that that second line, from an analytics perspective, you know when when you see some NHL players uh, make the jokes like, "Oh, I just need to put more attempts on net," so. The analytics community will like me. This is kind of where that comes into play because if you were looking at the goals for and goals against perspective, clearly the second line is struggling. From an advanced analytics perspective, from the idea of possession and attempts and chances, they're doing good. It's just there's no finish. 
And the finish is the difference between... <sighs> Man, I hate to say it, but the finish is the difference between your minor league players and your NHL level players. Now, again, I already said, not super concerned. Not, you know, done with Philip Zadina in any way. But absolutely worth pointing out. Uh, it's it's a scary thought. <laughs> All right. Well, how many... Uh, I went on a little rant there, as, uh, as I tend to do. Um, let's see. Feptar talking about Nemistikov here, giving up an empty netter. Oh, you guys are having a nice little conversation. I've been I've been ignoring you guys way too long. Um, <laughs> I do apologize for that, but I, I am pretty happy. There's a pretty good conversation going on. Anybody listening to uh, the podcast, uh, make sure that you guys are tuning into the YouTube channel so that we can. We're still building this community because I I like talking at you guys. Um, I gotta get on the uh, <laughs> on the helm here with uh, soap dish. We were talking about maybe putting a, another uh, episode together if. You know, me having some real people to talk to here. But uh, yeah, if you guys are listening to the podcast, get in. We, we want to see this uh, community grow a little bit here on YouTube. So uh, uh, you could be a part of the action. It's just uh, the brothers of discussion. Come find us. All right. Uh, what else did we have to talk about? Uh, do we want to look at uh, Lucas Raymond and some of these goals? Uh, I feel like those were pretty fun, huh? <laughs> um I'm going to cheat here and hope that uh, there's maybe a video package that uh, the Red Wings put together. No, of course not. Not yet. So let's go. Why don't we take a look at. Uh, why don't we take a look at uh, what is this? Is this goal number three? There we go. Pull up goal number three here. Let's let's celebrate a little bit here. Now, uh, I got to be careful because if I share any of this sound, YouTube's going to take down my whole channel. So. We're going to be super careful here <laughs> while I share this. Um, we'll blow this up a little bit. Oh, God, there's sound. Jesus. All right, let's get this queued up here. Um, I don't know about you guys, but when I was introduced to Lucas Raymond, uh, what I was told was that he's a playmaker, and we don't really need to worry about his ability to shoot. Anybody else? want to call those people out because uh I, i'm about ready uh <laughs> four goals in to uh lucas raymond's early career and i think we have a guy that uh i mean talk about that second goal right like that's a guy that's sniffing the net that that's a that's an adam ernie tyler bertuzzi goal and it's it's highly skilled lucas raymond putting it in um you know and i'll, I'll kind of you know slowly fast forward here um going with uh dylan larkin getting the puck over to lucas um I mean, cross ice seam, just a beautiful shot from Raymond. I mean, if I could, this looks like 2002, Pavel Datsuk, Boyd Devereaux throwing it over to Brett Hall as he rips one on one knee. I have no qualms about making that comparison right now. You call me a, a Mark. You call me, you know, the super fan. Call me gullible. I don't care. That is pure talent, and I'm pointing at my my Twitter that I'm stealing this from. That is pure talent, the way that sucker's going in. And, you know, talk talk about, uh, you know, a guy developing in the AHL um, this summer. <laughs> like, this guy just needs to learn what not to do when vets are around. This guy needs to learn how to keep himself safe when vets are trying to, you know, tear his head off. 
uh, because all I see is goal scorer, playmaker, this, this <laughs> Lucas Raymond. I, I just, I mean, he's got to be the real deal. Like this is, this is something where he was scouted to be as such, and he's bringing more to the table than he was first even scouted to to, to make him a, a number four pick. To what we we even saw when he was scouted uh, scouted back, uh, you know, before uh, before even being drafted, it was just just a playmaker guy who's going to move the puck around. He's going to get those good passes, and he does. He gets amazing passes in there. But this fucking laser beam of a shot, and I I. I know everybody has their nicknames ready to go, um, but Lucas Ray Beam Raymond. I mean, it's got to be. Look at that sucker! God damn, fucking rips it. And again, I have no qualms. Looks like Brett fucking Hall. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, 19 year old kid. Oh my god. I love this. Soap Dish 999. Boy Devereaux on that 02 team must have been like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> when I was uh when I was younger, that was my, you know, we used to have our, our placemats um for our uh uh you know, you, you got your plates and making sure you're not making a mess with all your ketchup and whatnot. So my my placement on my table was a picture of uh Brett Hall, Pavel Datsuk, and Boy Devereaux. Uh, two kids and a goat holding up the Stanley Cup. That was, uh, yeah, that that was my that was my first uh, love affair, I think, with a full line of hockey players. Uh, <laughs> oh, that sounded uh, sounded. I don't know, I was gonna say dirty, but yeah, damn, it was pretty sexy, huh? All right, uh, let's take this one off the board. <laughs> Uh, any, any, who, who are you guys thinking I'm missing out here? Because, uh, I will say I've been pretty high on, uh, on Lindstrom since the season has started. Uh, and for whatever reason, uh, they're switching up his line. He did not look great playing with the Kaiser. He didn't look as good and it didn't look great today with Letty, but he still made some, some plays today that I, I actually stepped back and I was like, wow, he looks like a veteran somehow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, like from an analytics perspective, from uh, giving up chances and um, shoot, even, I mean, one goal you could almost put entirely on Gustav uh, today. You know, he, he played a bit of a stinker. Um, yeah, there's Jared's got it. What am I doing? Uh, Moritz Cider. Of course, of course, Moritz played a great game. I, 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 it's so funny. I've already turned him into, into uh, Lidstrom. Nicholas Lidstrom in my head where I used to always talk about Datsuk and Zetterberg and get super stoked. I mean, you know, we were always talking about Fedorov and Iserman and in the late nineties, early two thousands, uh, the shanties. And I always felt like Lidstrom was getting missed. Right. And, and it's just because everything he does is so quietly perfect, but also cider mixed it up today too. So, but um, yeah, I'm already, I'm already giving him the Lidstrom treatment where he just looks so damn good. You, I I don't even acknowledge it, and it's a fault of my own. It's uh, disgusting. It's a terrible habit. So, forgetting to mention cider and smoking. Honestly, two worst talent uh, uh, talents. Uh, <laughs> two worst habits a Red Wings fan could have. Um, Michael's Michael script telling me to go back uh, to your Bert comment. Um, oh, here you're just saying to make sure I just discuss Bert. Yeah. Um, what do we do? What do we do about Bert? 
uh, I, I, that is the difference maker for this first line, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. And I was so happy to see that first, uh, that first goal where Bert makes the play. He, he makes the steal. He sees Lucas coming in and it's almost like if you watch the replay, he makes the decision. Okay. Lucas is coming streaking in. I'm going to go get that. I'm going to go get the fucking puck and we're going to score a goal. You, you could see that look back uh, to the bench where Lucas was going to make his play in on the ice and come in at uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. And what a hell of a goal. But that does not happen without Tyler Bertuzzi. I was so happy that he's in. And then I, it's one of those things where I'm just like, God damn it, I wish, I wish he was there last night. And it's so frustrating. And I know I'm not going to get into the stuff. Promise I won't. I said I wouldn't. But it's still fucking like argh, just clench your fist and it's so it's god it's just it's so frustrating like he he clearly belongs on this first line he is a major difference maker on this first line and it sucks that we're gonna go into places like toronto and need some goals and we're gonna be missing our first line winger it's just it i have no problem saying this i it's gonna make people angry but the, it fucking blows, man. Because uh, you could see the difference. Uh, <sighs> yeah, performance aren't thrown out there. We, we, we missed the playoffs uh, because of the uh, lost 18 points, uh, you know, because of Tyler. And that that is a very legitimate conversation. I mean, uh, if this team is playing like it does and going so far beyond, like, what the expected goals are and are finishing – percentages for that first line are just insane. Like think about Tyler coming into this game with a 50% shooting percentage and then he gets one to bounce off, you know, bounce off his foot and go in the net. That's how you keep that 50% shooting percentage. I'll tell you that right there. That's how you do it. Listen, uh, listen to crash Davis talk from bull Durham. You need those bloop singles, you know, that's, that's how you, you go, you go from 250 in baseball, your, your batting average to 300 Tyler Bertuzzi, he just uh, he could take them off the teeth, take them off the butt, takes them off the skate. They're going in. It doesn't matter. He's he's the luckiest guy out there right now. But um, man, if when that stops happening, and we saw it in Montreal, um, we need the goal scoring. It looks like we're going to need to you know go above and beyond because we're still giving up some juicy chances. We're still giving up a lot of attempts. So if you want to compete, you want to keep up. We need all the offense we can get, and we are already sitting here. Let's, I mean, we haven't had a major injury besides Verona yet. Something like that's going to come along, and we're going to be without Bertuzzi for a game and whoever that is. Hate to say it, but, like, it's going to get worse. We're lucky right now where we're standing, even without Verona. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, and performance art threw it out there. It would hurt. It would hurt us less uh, if Verona was in there. Um, that's a whole other conversation, too. I um, I can't go all night discussion about these guys. Um, but I, I do have to give um, – I have an interview with Devin Little from uh, the Hockey Writers. Um, I was going to cut a piece of it out and have you guys listen to it. Just timing didn't work out. So we're going to have our official episode, if you're listening to the podcast right now, uh, the, you know, the official episode is, is what you're hearing is us gushing about how well the Red Wings played. Uh, but we have a bonus episode coming out and I'll post this on YouTube as well for all you guys watching. Um, 
it'll it'll be me and Devin talking. We go for about an hour. It was before the Montreal game, and I just don't I can't figure out how that conversation fits, especially with Lucas Raymond getting <laughs> four points and a hat trick. I can't figure out where that conversation fits anymore. So we're just going to put it as a bonus episode coming out later this week. I hope you guys will check out. Uh, so this is officially episode 177. And then we'll have the bonus episode with Devin. And we'll have to have him on again um, as a post game or something. Um, really, really cool cat. Great conversation. He's, uh, again, a part of the Hockey Writers. Um, great writer, too. He's actually, uh, you know, got a creative writing background. So it's a little more fun than just the regular old Um you know, beat writer kind of um, game, you know, a little, little uh, creative. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm running out of words because I'm tired. All right. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been fun. Sorry my cat ruined the uh, stream about halfway through there. Uh, so what? what's our ranking then? Uh, I think I've, I've fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> top five guys that uh, helped us win today. Uh, and I'm giving credit to, we'll just wrap up the episode this way. Uh, number five was Jeffy boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to shoot Ned to number two. Number one is Lucas. Number two is Ned. Uh, and then we'll, what do we want to do? We'll put bird at number three and Mo cider at number four. How's that sound? Is that good? I took Larkin out of there, but, um, you know, again, he, he was like that narrative. He was, he was that kind of fun. Um, all right. Jared, thank you so much. Uh, Thrown out there, hit the like button. I'm terrible at doing that, uh, reminding everybody. If you could, uh, yeah, please hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Um, we do have more interviews coming, so if you guys want to check those out, uh, you don't want to miss a thing, but you do have to subscribe. You know, you want to hit the notification button too, so you don't miss when we are going live again. And um, yeah, I hate uh, this was supposed to be a, a joint uh, show tonight, but. Uh, Life gets in the way quite a bit. Uh, so, yeah, still looking for... Uh, Matt's got to find time to look for a, maybe a, a part-time co-host. So, um, Soapdish, I'm, I'm probably coming at you first since you were the first one to message me. Uh, and I'll I'll try and send something out to you. But, yeah, if you guys uh, know anybody that's interested, uh, have them send a message. It's uh, admin at bodpodcast.com. Love to start the conversation and see uh, what we can make work here because uh, as much fun as I have throwing out the statistics, analytics, and just talking at you guys, um, be fun to have another person along for the ride too. Uh, but yeah, if you're on the podcast, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. We've gotten a ton of reviews recently, so I really appreciate that. If you guys search Red Wings on Apple Podcasts, we finally come up as the first option. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> that was the goal. So um, we're going to keep moving on up here. We're going to keep increasing the production value as, um, you know, more DraftKings ads uh, keep uh, making me feel rich. But, uh, yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do a YouTube giveaway coming up in November. I got uh, some more tickets, and we'll do a gift card for Red Wing swag. But uh, you guys just stay tuned. It's all coming. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the most important one will be this upcoming week, Devin Little interview bonus episode coming up. He's a swell guy. You guys will love it. Thanks for tuning in. Go Red Wings. Go Lucas Raymond. Um, I don't know why I did Devil Horns. This isn't a metal concert, but uh, fuck it. All right. Go Red Wings. Woo!